Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is Robots on Typewriters, episode number 134. 134. That is counting to four if you forgot what the number two is. <laughs> that is, you know, that's a big problem. A lot of people I know have. That's uh, two erasure, by yeah. erasure, if you speak exactly. Greek. <laughs> if you speak Greek. Um, yeah, I didn't know what that meant. Um, you know, because I like, don't speak Greek. Uni is like, I don't know, mono <laughs> is one, by is two, in like Greek, Greek prefixes or something. Okay. I don't know um, what I'm talking about. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, uh, instead of talking about that, this it, what why why are we even talking to begin with is a good question. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> Fine. Bye. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just saying it really makes you think. But this is a podcast that we do, and it's called Robots on Typewriters, and it's called that because we talk about the ways that people can use computers and. AI and machine learning, random generation, all things like that to be creative, to make things like art and comedy and tell stories and music. Tell music. That's we what you say. We do tell music a lot. We, we, yeah. In fact, we actually we end up tell telling music, music more than yeah. we play it. We also tell art a lot. Yeah. Um, Some say that's not the best way to share that medium, but but they would it's be wrong. Yeah, and uh, we have two segments on this show, and the first one is our Zesty Hat, where we talk about something interesting that we would like to share with the class, and then we have our Trashy Toy, where we play a game with each other, and it's fun. <laughs> um, we've, sometimes. We've, uh, yeah, sometimes, where we play a, a game that uh, employs some of the tools that we love most and um this week it is my turn to don the zesty hat and uh um i'm coming at this one a, a couple uh probably a couple weeks late because it's a very valentine's day centric um hat today and it's not late for me because valentine's day is tomorrow in my world but um might not be in yours it could be i don't know what you'd do yeah, maybe if you're on, like, you know, the Orthodox calendar, Valentine's yeah. Day is, like, in the middle of March or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I actually, um, I have a mini hat that I, that I want to share first. Um, this actually just popped up on my Twitter trending uh, moments before we started recording, and it sounded incredibly uh, relevant. Um, it's a BuzzFeed quiz that says, create your perfect boyfriend or girlfriend. <laughs> Why is it like that? <laughs> It's it's like create your perfect bo boyfriend or girlfriend in parentheses as if that's like <laughs> secondary um, using AI technology. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like <laughs> working it through. I'm like what? maybe like, they what? assume most of their readers are Is, women yeah. but are straight or like yeah. Maybe they uh, assume that GPT or whatever that the bot is a is a man. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, it says the description is sick of dating annoying, needy humans. Wish you could just design your perfect lover already. Now you can with BuzzFeed Labs, extremely scientific BFGAN69, artificial intelligence. I thought that was going to actually explain to me what they used, but doesn't seem to have done so. I don't know what you're talking about. They used BFGAN69. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, Justin and I thought we would take this quiz together uh, and we'll create our perfect lover together. 
together. Um, and uh, first, uh, the first question is uh, saying if you are 18 or over, what age is your ideal partner? I'd say 25 to 29. Yeah. Uh, my, my boyfriend's in the 18 to 24 bracket, though. Oh no! What are you? What are you gonna do about it? Uh, wait, I guess. Wait a couple years, then agree with you. We could split the difference and make it uh, forty to forty-nine. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah okay, 40 we'll do to that. Forty-nine, please. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna hit the uh, same answers as you and see if perfect. we get the same. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What is the gender of your ideal partner? Um. You know us. Any gender works. Yeah. Um. What <laughs> What do you want from your partner? Mostly sex, no strings attached. Uh, deep. I have to say, when I just read the words "no strings attached," the f- the image that came to my mind was worm on a string. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's really upsetting. Um, <laughs> deep, <laughs> there is one string attached. Mostly sex, no worms on a string attached. <laughs> um, <laughs> a deep emotional partnership where we connect on a spiritual lever. Le- lever. <laughs> level <laughs> Jesus a spiritual Christ. lever is really good. <laughs> and become soulmates or someone who gets me so we can share inside jokes together. Hmm. Let's build a robot that we can fuck. Okay. And yeah, with no worms on a string attached. Exactly. Um, yeah. How would you like to pass the time with your AI lover? Sitting together quietly, feeling safe and comfortable, staying up all night talking and laughing, carpe, di- carpe ardeum together, or living out my deepest sexual fantasies with a worm on a string? Uh, I kind of, I, I don't think we should go over the top with the, the sexual stuff. Sure. Let's do carpe ardeum together. Okay. Uh, what power dynamic do you want in your relationship with your AI weird, partner? Weird question. It is a weird question. I want Italian. <laughs> what power dynamic do you want? The traditional Italian power dynamic, please. <laughs> I want an egalitarian relationship where we support each other and accept each other as our true equals. I want a partner who accepts that I'm the boss and submits to my desires and needs. My AI lover was created to serve me, and they better take that responsibility seriously. I want to serve my AI lover's needs and fully submit to them, even if it means sacrificing my own happiness or alienating myself from my friends and family. Jesus Christ. Deeply uncomfortable by yeah, both of the second about... two options. <laughs> yeah. So let's go egalitarian. Let's go the Italian job. Italian fantasy. <laughs> I mean, when you come from where we come from, isn't that what we're all seeking after? Everybody thinks it's the American dream, but when you're from South Jersey, it's the the Italian fantasy. <laughs> what is your current relationship status? Well, um, who, who are we? Who are we going by here? I think we're going with us as a a, a co-hosting as a unit. unit. Yeah. So yeah. we are in an open polyamorous okay. relationship and looking to add some space with an AI generated lover. That's a spice, but we spice can even. We're looking space. to put some space between us by adding a third person to our polycule. And some nice Italian spices. Um we're looking to add to some oregano to the mix. <laughs> If you know what I mean. Uh, what matters to you most? Looks matter. My partner needs to be hot. Sorry, not sorry. Um, I hate this second answer, too. Who are you? <laughs> who are you? Who you are on the inside counts. And then in parentheses, I'm okay with a physically ugly partner. 
And then uh, finding someone entertaining, funny, and fun. That's our vibe, right? Yeah, we want yeah. someone entertaining, funny, we and are, fun. We are openly not okay with physically ugly partners. <laughs> um, you're totally over your ex, but you still miss their taste, warmth, jokes, sexy bod. I'm my, I don't know if I just have a certain kind of energy today. Nope, but I read really, the same thing as you. Did you read sexy, sexy blood? Food. Oh! oh! <laughs> Um, or literally nothing. <laughs> um, um, maybe should should we go with that answer that we connected with on yeah, multiple sexy levels? Blood food, <laughs> blood food and bod. Yeah. Oh, now we're going. Oh, oh, it's generating. Ooh, I have Meredith C. Who do you have? I have Parker V. Oh, my Meredith C. Kind of looks like um someone you might cast uh as um. <laughs> that's probably not true i feel like i don't <laughs> really think about what ira glass looks like a lot but i was gonna say Will you like please someone just can we send each other images by the way yeah this is parker v and i hate him uh, i don't oh he's wearing a, a oh. pant leg is on he... his head <laughs> i thought it, it looks like he's wearing a like um like a confederate army uniform <laughs> to me it looks like he's wearing an astronaut suit and then just like a white pant leg belted to his head and it looks like he's like blowing smoke out of the corner of his mouth but there is no cigarette or anything there's meredith c Ooh. <laughs> meredith c is uh 42 a taurus originally from grand prairie texas it says hello i'm a rabid country line dancer and at night i enjoy storm chasing i have at least 70 furbies let's explore the dark side of my personality christ oh i'm not i'm not okay with meredith parker's uh -uh. looking a lot better i haven't okay. read what he said yet so he says how are you? I'm a rabid tweeter, and I enjoy snow tubing. All okay. right. Okay. I have 20 expired cans of soup. Who among oh. us doesn't? Um, let's yeet car batteries into the ocean. That doesn't sound very environmentally responsible. <laughs> Why um, would you want to do that? I mean, oh, but he's. <laughs> by the way, he's a Capricorn 42, and originally from Accra, Ghana. Okay, okay. I Yeah, I mean, I feel like in this dating game, Parker does win, unfortunately, even though he's a fucking freak who destroys the environment and wears pants <laughs> on his head. I get his, <laughs> his His real first name isn't Parker. He just parks other people's cars by throwing mm. their batteries into the ocean. <laughs> mm, it's his job. Okay. Um, yeah, that ended up being kind of like a toy within a hat. Um, Whoa. I <laughs> Whoa, man. <laughs> Oh man. Um and it took quite I'm a while. I'm trying to think of examples of actual toys within hats. Can you think of any? I I'm mean to, like maybe that game like, where like when all the electricity goes and you just try to throw a like a deck of cards one by one into like a top hat. You say Did that. Did you grow like, up during the Great thing. Depression or was it just me? <laughs> yeah, but like that's a thing, isn't it? Like throwing cards into the hat. I don't know uh, that. Call your thing. grandparents and ask them if they ever threw cards <laughs> into that. All of you listeners will do. as well. Seance um, your grandparents and find seance out. Seance your grandparents. Um, but uh, that. <laughs> um, besides that little quiz, um, which you can, I'm sure it's it's BuzzFeed.com/slash BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. 
<laughs> BuzzFeed Lab slash create hyphen your hyphen perfect hyphen AI hyphen soulmate. You can probably just look at it, look up it oh, man, by Google those words it, too. You know, yeah. <laughs> half the time when I try to share a link, I do that thing too. And like, I don't know. That's not how people use the internet these yeah. days. Just Google it. Yeah. But uh, I did, um, that went longer than I thought. I did want to share some stuff that um, Janelle Shane has been up to recently because we haven't talked about her all that much. Um, or we haven't uh, we haven't talked about what AI weirdness has been up to in, in quite a bit. So I wanted to, to highlight some of her uh, recent posts um, that were Valentine's Day relevant. Um, firstly, she did, um, she has, uh, she has a, valentine's day tradition of making uh conversation hearts uh there's little you know candy hearts with a little message on them and these ones um in the in the past she's done probably like text gen rnn and gpt2 and these ones are gpt3 candy hearts um and Do you fear that as these trans uh transformers and what's the new one called like stringer or something stringer you know the one i talked about yeah, last yeah, week yeah. as these I, get better are these just going to produce actual like candy hearts and it's going to suck i mean probably but i mean gpt3 isn't there quite yeah, yet. yeah right now they're they're awful which is great <laughs> yeah um yeah i'm a big fan of some of these i like the one set uh the first set that are just like yeah. very simple and there's the ones that she <laughs> i love the one that's two g god but with yeah, two g's that's the best one like, good god god um i also like unbelief Ooh, yeah that's deep oh so she did some with uh, different variants of gpt3 um do you know who these do you know who these you heard about these guys? Um, <laughs> Ada and Babbage. Um, have you heard of these like different and variants of GPT-3 with names? <laughs> and Da <Vinci? laughs> um, um, No, but I I think I kind of get it that they probably like, yeah. I think they let you use different, for people who have access to like right. the uh, GPT-3 API, I think they have different sized ones mm-hmm. that you can use or something like that. I like the ones from Babbage. The, the other, like a bunch of questions. I'm, I love. Oh my god, I would love a conversation heart that says "I'm afraid." It just reminds me of, Dear hi Jonathan. Jeffrey. I'm, uh, Jeffrey, <laughs> I'm afraid. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you don't hate me anymore. Is a very complex Valentine's Day. Message. I like handing someone two candy hearts. One that says "Can I stay?" and they're like, "Yes, of course." And then oh. one more that says "Can I stay till April 3rd? and they're like, "Err." <laughs> <laughs> thought you meant for the weekend giving that to them on like april 7th <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it would be nice if you would say such things <laughs> it's just, i like that that comes at the end of the list it's like it would be really nice if you said some of these things to me every once in a while yeah i like handing them that right after they hand you like a really sweet card and then you're yeah. like hmm <laughs> um but then uh, uh her most recent as we um speak um ai weirdness post was about um uh some big sleep big sleep say? okay it's a gan thing i mean obviously yeah there's um some ai generated images of candy hearts and some of their very chilling and the one i like so the first one in the post is actually like you it's actually legible you can see it saying be mine but the third <laughs> it, one it looks like a child made it but it looks, yeah yeah the third one on her post is my favorite it very clearly just says whole 
Uh, yeah, and it, it looks like it's on the beach, too, which is somehow far worse to me. It's like, a, it looks like it's supposed to be, like, a seashell, and it's just, like, yeah, sitting in a in the sand on the beach. Yeah, there's one in a bird. Why, that one's very upsetting. It looks like an x-ray of a bird that swallowed a conversation heart, but it's also, like, a cave drawing. <laughs> yeah, when cavemen discovered x-rays, and then... Yeah. I like that the bird has a slight blush and there's a heart drawn above and below the bird, too. Yeah. It's all just um, a very sweet scene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stank Love. Did you see that one? Oh, no, I did the not. the bottom. I think it's it's one of the last ones. Um, <laughs> oh, it so it. clearly says Stank. That's so good. Um, yeah. Well, um, yeah, as always, um, you should always be keeping up with what Janelle Shane is putting out on AI Weirdness because it's always great, always um, amusing and uh, whimsical uh, uses of stuff like GPT-3 and Began and stuff like that. Um, and uh, yeah, that's AIWeirdness.com. She's at Janelle yeah. C. Shane on Twitter. I think yeah. if you haven't been following us for like a very long time, you might not realize, but like, the zesty hat for a while was pretty much just like, <laughs> what's Janelle Shane been up to? Yeah, um, what is she? And this she whole podcast is very much recently. inspired. Yeah, very much inspired by her content. So I think yeah. just because we've taken a break from mentioning AI weirdness as every week's hat uh, does not mean that you should take a break from following AI weirdness. No. No, you can always um, subscribe to her email list, and she sends extra um, extra stuff that didn't make it into the post, which is also she's on Substack great. now, so you can Ooh. support AI weirdness that way by subscribing oh. on Substack. Lovely, um, yeah, that's that's my whole Valentine hat. That's your whole. <laughs> that's my whole heart. That's your whole heart. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for an AI weirdness update and for a botnik. Uh, 69 gan or whatever it's buzzfeed um, um definitely oh, not Jesus botnik, Christ, botnik. Uh, buzzfeed 69 gan uh but that brings us to today's trashy toy mm-hmm. and if you're a short time listener to the podcast or long a long time listener uh if you're a short listener to the podcast uh just stop listening now if you're under six feet i don't want to hear from you wow uh, what the fuck <laughs> No, if you're a even if you've only been listening a short time, you may know that we have a uh, an important uh, part two this week. Yes, because two weeks ago, uh, Allison discovered the Mortal Strike, <laughs> led by Men. Men. Um, to catch you up, if you're not familiar, a couple of weeks ago, Allison was uh, playing a, a game of my creation where she was trading fictional stocks and. Uh, GPT was helping guide the story through Right with Transformer. Uh, but then at, at a certain point, Allison bought shares in Magic Books. Um, <laughs> and that's where things started going astray. That all sorts of things were discovered, like uh, the Magic Club, the Magic Cafe, the Magic uh, Magic Books, and Magic City all uh, exist within this universe. And something's happening called... Mortal Strike. Mortal and Strike. And it seems to be brought on by a mysterious group known as Men. <laughs> um, some, some of the notes we got was that uh, the former CEO of Magic City, who was very popular at the time and very important at the time, mm-hmm. um, was uh, 
was somehow like usurped or something and this was the last stage of the future of the magic club um and there this was the third plan of the men um and this is all somehow part of the mortal strike um and now the plan is getting down to the final four and the final four is now a game in a lot of ways and it, it will be <laughs> unfolding soon uh so when we left off we said that allison has liquidated her assets she has three hundred and forty seven thousand dollars that she made by primarily buying and selling stock in dancing with the stars <laughs> and she's on her way to magic city to get to the bottom of this plot um to figure out what men are up to and like men. how she can stop them or it, what what is even happening yeah. there and she got this mysterious note from someone called haya Oh, that's uh, right. Kind of telling her about men and the mortal strike and the magic cafe. Um, so I thought this was the perfect time to put pretty much everything we know about this situation into AI Dungeon. Um, Allison's going to really drive the boat, drive the boat, steer the boat, drive sure. the ship. Yeah. So Allison's going to do most of the the driving here. I made sure when I put this whole. Uh, situation into ai dungeon i left the allison character unclaimed so okay so I, yeah i put in uh, a, a bunch of the details that we got about uh, all that a lot of what i just uh, recounted and i decided i had to pick a character too and i wanted to pick okay. a character that's like distantly related to this but like okay. somehow related and since you made your fortune on the back of dancing with the stars stock mm. uh, i took former Dancing with the Stars host and America's Funniest Home Videos host Tom Bergeron <laughs> as my character. Good. Uh, so yeah, I'll be Tom Bergeron. You'll be Allison. <laughs> and we're going to Magic City to get to the bottom of the mortal strike. You better and be sitting on a really good Tom Bergeron impression that you've been waiting to use, uh, waiting I for the like opportunity. I feel like he's got like a really kind of like flat, normal, like, you know, American newsman voice. I guess. Like, there's nothing there. To me, he's, I guess I haven't heard him talk in a long time, but I always assume, I always, like, remember him being very, like, kind of bubbly. Is that not true? I don't think so. I think it's okay. more like, you know, let's see what happens when oh, this family okay. steps on a rake. Yeah. Oh, that one's gotta hurt. There you go. Yeah. I I, I fed in the story, and we got... We got something. I kind of want to re-roll the first thing because yeah. I put in the prompt and then I put in world details, but it had already generated something before I okay. put in world details. So I'm thinking if I re-roll, it might give us a little, a little okay. something. Let's find out. So the last thing I wrote was a mysterious note from someone named Haya is the only clue Allison has to go on, but she refuses to end up like the last CEO of Magic City. She is determined to stop the mortal strike and foil the plans of men at any cost. Well, here we go. I don't want to die. I'm not ready to die, she says while tearfully looking at the note. But if it's what you want, that's what I'll do, she shouts <laughs> and leaves the building, leaving you alone. Uh, I, as Tom Bergeron said, wait, that's not what anyone wants. We have to go stop the men. You sigh as soon as you realize that it's too late. The next day, you get a phone call during the recap of Big Sloosers. Hello? 
You answer. Hello, Mr. Matsumori. This is Tom from The Biggest Losers. Is he on that show? I don't think he has anything to do with that show. Is your Um, name (laughs) Allison Matsumori? Maybe it is in this. Matsumi, excuse me. Maybe it is in this. uh, Wait, so I answered said hello. And then, or did I did I put this on a conference call for, or not? I did I make a, a put it on speaker for me and Tom. And yeah, maybe that's it. You answered yeah. hello, and then I so, said, "Yeah, hello, Mister Mister Matasumi. This is Tom from The Biggest Losers." <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just that we were watching The Biggest Losers together, and Tom is so entrenched in TV that whenever he's watching a TV show, he he feels like he's hosting it. Hi, this is Tom from the news. <laughs> I'm just going to say, well, like, what's up so that Mr. Matsu- Matsumi can tell us who he is. Could you phrase it as was up? Because I think Tom Bergeron was probably bigger in the 90s than he is now. Sure. Make him feel at home. Allison says, what's up, Mr. Matsumi? You stop and stare at the TV as Tom holds up a remote. Let's just say we need a winner. The screen switches to a live news feed as the anchors on TV speak. Or was that Mr. Matasumi saying, who, I don't know. Was that like Mr. Matasumi menacingly saying like, let's just say we need a winner and then like taking control of the TV? Uh, Maybe that's it. Yeah, because it doesn't say that Tom switched the screen. It just (laughs) says that the screen switched. Uh, yeah, so let's, let's say that Mr. Matasumi switched the TV. I'll, I'll write some story here. They're talking about Magic City and the final phase of Mortal Strike, which is taking place right now. You watch as trucks labeled <laughs> death arrive at various locations in the city. The men are taking over Magic City, you shout. It's okay, Mr. Matasumi. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> I don't think it is. How did I get saddled with you for this this uh, journey of a lifetime? Maybe you can uh, also replace me with Tyra eventually. <laughs> I hope I get the opportunity. Um, Just on robots on typewriters in general. Yeah. Hell, I hope you get the opportunity. I would be so <laughs> hyped to listen to you and Tyra Banks talk about Janelle Shane's blog. <laughs> I'm I'm getting the vibe that Mr. Matasumi is like our Charlie in uh, Charlie's Angel sense. Yeah, like, I like that we do like stay in the same place so he can contact us on a single <laughs> yeah. TV. I say, Tom, we need to stop the men. Mr. Matasumi, what do we do? You look around your house as the news feed switches to a live stream of what is happening in the streets. The men are stomping and shouting, shooting, <laughs> shooting anyone in their path. And as of now, you don't see any option but to defend yourselves. You grab your shotgun and walk out the front door. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Uh, but what is this? Like, what is this coup? Having, like, what are the men trying to accomplish? Like, what? I, I feel like we, I need to know more about the, the magic strike. Uh, Tom Bergeron grabs an inopportunely placed rake, a whoopee cushion, and a banana peel so that my freedom fighting can be captured on America's Funniest Home Videos. I'm sorry, Mr. Matasumi. I worked really hard on this plan. It's a simple man. It's too late. (laughs) It's too late. The men have seen you, and it's a short-lived fight as... They are quickly overwhelmed and dispatched with a metal bat and pool cues to the face. You know, that might be enough wow. to make it onto AFV. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Wait, so um, it's a short-lived fight, but we beat them back? Yeah, so that was, okay. So, you know, there was a, a small insurrection, but we, we, we managed to hold our ground, and now we have more time to, to figure out what's actually going on. I'm glad we took, like, the, you know, I guess it's like a Batman approach to things where we definitely had yeah. the means to kill our adversaries, but we just, <laughs> yeah. you know, beat them up instead. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to say it kind of feels like a thing where, like, the men, I feel like, might be, you know, more like boots on the ground where yeah. there's, you know, and so, like, killing them wouldn't actually change anything. I want to get in there. I want to say, like, we need to go to the heart of the matter. The quickest way to a man's heart is through his stomach. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's go to the magic cafe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we should go to the magic cafe and see if anybody knows anything. Yeah. Yeah, at first I thought I was just saying random shit, but it turns <laughs> out I was on to something. Tom, I think we should go to the magic cafe and see if anyone knows anything about who's behind the men. Uh... Is that all? we need to stop them before they take over the entire city? As you start your car, Tom appears in front of you. Hey, Mr. Matasumi, <laughs> he says. I'll assume that's Mr. Matasumi. I don't know who what he sounds like. Yeah, you want to do his voice? Sure, yeah. <laughs> okay, Mr. Matasumi. I like, I can't even like decide it because I keep wanting to do him like. Spooky sounding, but I feel like he's trustworthy. Kooky, um, the chatbot. Kooky, I said spooky. Oh. <laughs> um, I think he's kooky and spooky. Kooky and spooky. Okay, what's kooky he's and spooky? Kooky and he's spooky. <laughs> he's Gomez Adam. Oh my God. I don't know what he sounds like. <laughs> I was just going to do Dracula. That's fine. Yeah, just yeah, do Dracula. Dracula. Tom. <laughs> What are you doing? Ah, it is me, Mr. Matasumi. <laughs> I can't even really do Dracula, but we'll try. Tom, what are you doing here? What? You sent us here. We're on our way to the Magic Cafe. Sorry, I got distracted because I realized I think what I... For some reason, I, I am imagining Tom Bergeron sounds like Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> which is why I was so thrown off that he's just very normal. What's the deal with funny <laughs> videos? <laughs> um, I'll say this is me. Um, okay, well, we can't be late. The plan is to kill all the people there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you pull out your phone and start to text Allison. <laughs> uh, maybe that's me. I'm texting her. She should be here soon. <laughs> good, As you're like good. sitting next to me in the car. <laughs> uh, they're creepy and they're kooky. They're Mr. Matasumi. <laughs> really good. Allison says, Tom, I'm right here. Mr. Matasumi, who should we be looking for? I wrote the list. Of, this is just like Russian. Of all of the best <laughs> CEOs of the city, starting with the first one. Okay... You arrive at the Magic Cafe. As you exit your car, you see a few dozen people standing by. Tom Bergeron shouts to the crowd, Hey, we're armed and looking for the leader of the men. Help us get out of the way or prepare to die. We're so belligerent. Uh, we approach the group of people holding our shotgun tightly. Just one <laughs> between us. So, a single male voice comes from the crowd. <laughs> Haven't you heard? The Magic Cafe is closed. There's no leader. Who's in charge then? Oh my god. I, I think we just let it. Yeah, let, let it, it go. Hey, hey buddy, it's closed. <laughs> the manager quit months ago. <laughs> oh, who 
Who is that? I <laughs> am Samuel Clemens at your service. Isn't that Mark Twain? Yeah. Okay. You look at the man and then quickly to the crowd of people. Oh my god. There's no time. Kill him. I, I don't <laughs> you like all us. Raise your weapons and fire as as you are pushed to the side. We're just uh, as bad as, as, as the on men. This guy who, who said he's Samuel Clemens. I like to imagine his real name is Mark Twain and Samuel Clemens is his pen name. Is his pseudonym? Yeah. Pseudonym. Um I don't I don't I don't like this this path that we're going down. Um, I think I set this up as uh like a apocalyptic or like cyberpunk or oh, one of them. Oh, okay. So I think everything's like a little tense. Yeah. Hey, the magic cafe is closed. Go away. Who's in charge? <laughs> Me. <laughs> At your service. <laughs> Can I get you something to drink? I'm going to try to go about this a little uh, more peacefully. Now that we've shot him dead. <laughs> no, he's, I, maybe shooting happened, but we need to talk to Samuel Clemens. Uh, I'm going to say, hang on, hang on, don't shoot. We just want to talk. Samuel Clemens, let's have a drink. You look on as Tom takes out his phone and takes a picture of Samuel. Oh, look at the time, Allison. We have to go. <laughs> Bye, Samuel. It was nice meeting you. <laughs> Is the cafe open? <laughs> Allison, did you get any info from Samuel about where the leader of the Mern is hiding? I ran out of things to ask him. Then what are you waiting for? Let's go in, get that drink Samuel suggested. Bye, Samuel. <laughs> Samuel is also Mr. Matasumi's name. <laughs> First name. <laughs> um, we, um, man, we're just, I, we're, we're really discombobulated. I feel like... I, we need to get we need to get something here. Yeah, um, I think you need to like very specifically like take the drink and like ask like where is the leader of yeah. the men? Don't let this turn into a dating sim. Don't do more than a <laughs> don't have more than one drink with him. <laughs> Allison takes the drink and asks Samuel Clemens, "Where is the leader of the men?" Upstairs in my room. I'm surprised you managed to get this far without killing me. I thought you were better than that. We're, we're trying. We're trying to be better. Allison walks past you and starts towards the cafe. As she reaches the door, she turns to you and says, let's go. So, like, do you think we need to kill Samuel after he says that? That sounds like something someone says right before they pull out a gun and kill you. I kind of, I think Samuel... So, so the leader of the men is upstairs from the cafe in Samuel's room. I feel like Samuel might actually be like the significant other of the leader of the men and mm, yeah. might not necessarily be the biggest threat. I mean, probably, but like, I don't feel threatened. <laughs> if we're being allowed to just walk straight up to confront the leader of the men, I mean. I've got a plan. Tom Bergeron always has a plan. Always has a plan. Tom Bergeron drags Samuel upstairs as a bargaining mm. chip and confronts the leader of the men. You nod to Tom and quickly follow Allison into the cafe. I don't know who you is there. Maybe you, Me Mr. Neither. Matasumi. You, Mr. Matasumi. Uh, she heads past the counter and up the stairs, reaching mm -hmm. the kitchen as you follow from behind, telling Tom to stay <laughs> down here. You reach the kitchen and you find yourself in a small bedroom with a single bunk bed. What is a single bunk bed? Is it a detached bunk bed? It has to be because otherwise it would just be a twin bed. A single bunk bed. Uh, 
I like to imagine it's a bunk bed frame with like there is there's only yeah. one mattress in it, <laughs> yeah. and it's the lower mattress, yeah. but it's still a frame for a bunk bed. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I kind of want it to go. I kind of want to just let it yeah. go. I'm hitting it. Allison opens the door to reveal a bathroom and pulls it open again. This time, revealing a what? small room with a staircase that leads to the roof. Samuel what? Clemens lives here. Oh wait, who who's saying? It's probably this? me. I think Samuel Samuel Clemens lives here. Has for years. Let's talk in the. Oh wait, or is this the leader of the men? I think we need to ask. Like, we need what's to know who the he. The, yeah, I'll. You know what? Uh, well, yeah. yeah he says, it's "Gotta be you." Let's talk in the morning. Get some sleep. I'll say, "Who are you?" I'll say, "All right, good night." <laughs> Not Tom Bergeron. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? Name's Tom. I'm a huge fan. Thanks, Thanks. I guess. He's <laughs> <laughs> a huge fan of Tom Bergeron, not of you. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Thanks, I guess, for what you did at the hospital. But how do I know I can trust you? You don't. But I'm not here to hurt you if that helps. <laughs> What did he do at the hospital? Tom Bergeron gets into the single bunk bed along with Tom, Allison, (laughs) Mr. Matasumi, and Samuel Clemens and gets a good night (laughs) rest so they can all settle this in the morning. (laughs) You all enter the cafe, heading towards Samuel's old office. You sit down in a chair in the corner. Tom and Mr. Matasumi take a seat opposite you. Can I get you anything, gentlemen? Some coffee, perhaps? Sure. Yeah. That sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you were not asked if you want coffee (laughs) no um uh huh okay i mean i'm just trying to get business done i just want information Uh, you're the ceo of this place you're really the one that should be making the calls that's true yeah wait so when mr matasumi was like i have the list of all the ceos (laughs) isn't it oh because i guess i'm the new man i don't know uh i say Listen, let's settle this. What's behind the magic strike? <laughs> uh, who's the... Do we get a name for the... the wait, Tom. Tom. Is, Tom, yeah. This, uh, in my head, I'm imagining him as Tom the barman from Harry Potter now. Oh, um, uh, I really like that. I yeah. do love that guy. Um, I've wanted to ask you that for a while now. Why did you and your boyfriend break into my house? Boys... She sighs. We're really not together. We just went out because it's what we thought. <laughs> it's what we both thought was right for us at the time. So we did. Me and Tom Bergeron did date. <laughs> but oh, you were really no together. together. But... <laughs> yeah. This is no information. What is the fucking yeah, magic time strike? We make yeah. Yeah. Wait. But behind magic strike. Hold on. What are what? you talking about? Is Mortal that not- strike? Magic City? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I meant Mortal Strike. Magic Strike is just my favorite brand of cigarettes. (laughs) I meant Mortal Strike. (laughs) Magic Cafe has an in-house brand of cigarettes, Magic Strike. (laughs) Right, yeah. This is very in line with my, um, with, you know, me as a person. Uh, That's not important. Tell us what the Mortal Strike is about or things are going to get ugly. You know, when I make threats like that all the time. Yeah. I told you, we're not part of the strike. But if you really want to know, come with me. 
You all get up and follow her out the back door. You walk into a parking lot dotted with cars and trucks and trailers. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this Tom is a woman. Yeah. I think this is Tom. Yeah. Look, not I, me. <laughs> look, I can't tell you anything because I don't know anything. I don't believe you. There's a bunch of anti-science morons out there ready and willing to attack you. <laughs> what? what? Oh, no, you've weaponized, like, QAnon <laughs> against him. Oh, no. Uh, against her, sorry. Um. Yeah, maybe it's time we make some threats. Yeah, go ahead. Tom, Tom I feel like, is the muscle in this operation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom Bergeron, one of the least threatening, like, television hosts ever to exist. Tom Bergeron cocks his shotgun and points it at Samuel Clemens. Listen, tell us who's behind the men right now, or I'm going to make it rain twain brain. <laughs> really good. <laughs> Anti-science, Samuel cackles. You kids don't know what you're talking about. Get home before someone calls <laughs> the cops. Tell us the names. I don't know any names. I told you. I just know Vaughn. Who's Vaughn? I think you gotta ask. I was pretty proud of. Uh, I'm gonna make it rain, Twain brain. <laughs> rain, Twain brain is, uh, yeah, really good. I'm, I'm just gonna simply say who's Vaughn. I'm gonna simply say who's line. <laughs> Samuel turns and sprints to the far end of the parking lot, dashing between cars. Ah, oh, shit! <laughs> he, he can't <laughs> swear. He might be on network television. <laughs> Tom shouts, but it's too late. Samuel is already gone. Let's go, Allison says. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> All right, well, we. You think Vaughn and Haya are the same person? Mm. Do you think we're allowed to like, like, do I have to just say we dash after Samuel or are we allowed, am I allowed to say no, like we go we and there. we catch him? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't let this robot dictate our lives anymore. <laughs> okay, Allison and Tom dash after Samuel and catch him. You and Allison sprint after Samuel, catching up to him before he reaches the other side of the lot. <laughs> he just ran across a parking lot. Tom stays back, shotgun ready. <laughs> Stop, police. Don't do it, Samuel, Allison says, struggling to keep up. <laughs> when he said he was going to call the cops, he just meant police. <laughs> <laughs> police, police, police. <laughs> Tom Bergeron fires a warning shot, demanding to know where Vaughn is. Samuel ignores Tom and raises his hands. Please, boys, I don't want to have to turn this into a hostage situation. <laughs> what does that mean? Come on, Samuel, you can tell us who did this to you. <laughs> do you want to let him go? Not let him go, Do you, but do you think he'll- I say we let him go. <laughs> do you think he'll talk if you make it go again? <laughs> do you think he'll talk if we just let him go? Let him go? <laughs> Good cop, incompetent cop. <laughs> I don't know who did this. Oh, wait, I missed the line. Uh, Samuel slows down and turns to Tom. I don't know who did this. I'm sorry. He quickly darts forward, running in between two cars. Tom fires a shot in the air as you and Allison follow him. But Samuel is already scampered out of sight. I feel like he's a rat. I feel like he's a useless rat. I, w this is not, like, this is a distraction. Yeah. We need to get back to, I mean, was other Tom something better? Like, was other Tom more important? Maybe. That was supposed to be the leader like of the men. Just, yeah. I feel like if we just go kill him, will this all be over? <laughs> we could try. <laughs> it's worth a try, even if it's not. I mean. <laughs> I feel like this is going to fuck her up the way I worded this. Allison and Tom run back to Tom and point the gun at her. 
Go on. Shoot her in the... Who is that, actually? Mr. Matsumi, let's say. Okay, go on. Shoot her in the back. Shoot the girl who took me. Um, Tom raises the gun, but you sigh. No, just go... I think this is you talking. No, just go back there, Tom. You don't... (laughs) You know what to do. Go on, Tom. (laughs) All right, fuck it. (laughs) Everyone's, like, urging Tom Bergeron to shoot. This is the movie scene where he doesn't shoot. (laughs) Yeah. No, Tom Bergeron fires a shotgun blast, instantly killing the leader of the men, the other other Tom, Tom. in the middle of the Magic Cafe. Let's go. I shout, Tom shouts. You and Tom rush into the Magic Cafe where Allison is waiting for you. We got to go. Is this like, no, what just occurred to me is that I, I, Allison was with you. We were running together, but then I was waiting for you in the cafe. Is this like a, which one's oh, the real no. Allison situation? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably it. I think uh, whoever the fake Allison is, is the leader of the man. And yeah, Tom so Bergeron's I'll say, gonna yeah. have to decide. We shot the right Tom, but are we yeah. gonna shoot the right Allison? Right? You look back outside. Allison says, "We don't have an Allison statue." Get, <laughs> get the ki- get the Toms. Uh, Allison says, "Tom, that is not the real Allison. I'm the real one. Whatever she says is a lie." <laughs> Shut up, Samuel. You're not invited to the party. Tom says, grabbing his shotgun. <laughs> Who says that? Is that Samuel back? I think that's the. Fake Allison say it, but uh. as in Samuel's voice saying, "How do you know my name?" <laughs> Instantly oh. knew it was him. Samuel ran away. Yeah, ran away and and got in disguise as Allison. Shoot him. This is a yeah. Oh, this you is don't a- have. I was. I'm already on it, sister. <laughs> All right, Tom Bergeron shoots Samuel, who is disguised as Allison, killing him right where his husband. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they were married, actually. Oh, uh, I mean- uh, well, you know. Right where his husband, who might also be a woman, by the way, hold on. Yeah, right I mean, where his multiple pronouns. other Tom was already killed. <laughs> now it's you again saying, like, we have to go. We have to go. <laughs> Tom, Tom grabs yeah. your arm and you wrench your arm free. You grab a mannequin what? and throw it at Tom, but he easily catches it, throwing it aside. Tom, you can't just throw them. Oh, no. Kill- Tom, you can't just kill them willy nilly. <laughs> you threw a mannequin at me, so I tried to, like, regain my senses. <laughs> uh, why does this cafe have mannequins in it? God, obvious <laughs> bad vibes. It's um, a mannequin cafe. you never been to one of those? Oh, so bad. Where you can go and pet a mannequin. <laughs> yeah, you can you have pretend you're drinking coffee with a mannequin. Oh, incredibly bad. Um, so we've killed the leader of the men, but what does that mean? Like... And we've killed Samuel, so we're, like, kicking ass and taking names, but what does it all mean? Yeah, I think, uh... I don't know, like, how Can to... we contact Haya and ask, like, Oh, is it yeah, yeah, yeah. What was Haya's note? What did it say again? It was, like... I've got it. It says, follow the man. If you can tell me more about this, don't hesitate to contact me. Okay. Advertisements. The Magic Cafe has the right to offer the following. Man, the Magic Cafe... If you want to make an advertisement, you can call me here. Advertisements. Please let me know if it's any good or bad. Thanks for watching. Okay. Haya. All right. All right. We're calling Haya. Like, yeah. you killed the men. Haya's like, wait, do you, are you calling about the ads or like? <laughs> I'm just going to say, yeah, we, um, Allison calls Haya and says, we did it. We killed the leader of the men. It is done. Good job, my love. 
the lights flicker on and off and Allison's phone rings. You see it's Brenda calling. <laughs> Hello? I like to imagine it was Tom Bergeron just flicking the lights up and down. <laughs> um, or maybe it was Mr. Matasumi who's now gone home and that's his yeah. way of showing us he's back at HQ. <laughs> So it's Brenda calling, and I just said hello. Um, I want to. I want to let it go, and and yeah, just, let yeah. it. I want to let it ring. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna Straight pick up. Straight to voicemail. Brenda, we need your help. What happened? I tried Straight. calling Tom and Allison's phones, but either the battery is dying or they're not answering. What's going on? We need you and your mutants to tear something up. We. Yeah, me and Tom. Let's let it keep going. Yeah. Brenda and her mutants are now going to tear down <laughs> what remains of Magic City. I need your best men, right? Your strongest? Better question. What do you need done? We need a lot of noise and windows smashed. Come over to the Magic Cafe. On my way, says we, Brenda. <laughs> we got the prisoners of war, and what we need is for you to kill a few people. I need more details. I'll tell her what we Let's did. Uh, I already hit the button oh, for go to on. keep going. No, no problem. I think this is a, a fruitful conversation. Yeah. Uh, look, Brenda I don't says have, annoyed. I, look, I don't have time to explain. Grab your men, <laughs> not men, um, and just do whatever needs to be done. Don't you need this to be a surprise attack or something? Oh my God, Brenda, just do it already. <laughs> <laughs> look, I don't just hire out my mutants to anyone. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brenda. This ain't some rent and X-Men fly-by-night operation. We are professionals here. Brenda Haya, at your service. <laughs> I don't even know what we want the men for, but I'm going to assume it's big. Or what we want the men for. Allison says, um, Jesus Christ, Brenda, just get over here with your men. This is serious endgame shit. Fine, I'm on my way. Great, see you soon. Bye. <laughs> You go to put your phone down. Tom's circling the room looking for a target to kill as you are. He's fucking bloodthirsty Tom Bertrand. I'm, I'm going to go find Samuel. You just Tom killed says. Samuel, Tom. Chill the fuck out. I think all, all of them out there are just He's Samuel in disguise. I'm going to kill unhinged. them all. Bloodthirsty Tom Bergeron. <laughs> Calm down, Tom. You just killed him. Don't lose your head. Brenda and her mutants are on the way. That's exactly what I'm worried about. <laughs> just as you're about to say something else, Allison's phone rings. She looks at the screen and frowns. I got a message from L. It's from Franklin's. <laughs> what does it say? I'm going to do Allison reads the message so that. It, oh, did you already? Yeah. Not L from Franklin's. <laughs> Good news and bad. The good is Tom's still alive, but he's in the hospital. The bad is he's been identified as one of the kidnappers. They also said they're sending in a SWAT team to get him. Brenda's men are on their way. Is, is that the end? <sighs> what did we do? I mean, we just... I don't know. I feel like we need someone to explain to us what yeah, happened. Yeah, we need to know, like... <sighs> so is are we saying Brenda was... I want at least Brenda to get here. Um... I wrote in story, Haya arrives and explains mm. the situation to Allison, what all of this meant. Haya tells Allison that now that Tom's been identified, the police are going to come in and f come in force and get him. 
There's only one way out of this now, Allison says. Brenda's <laughs> men are getting closer. They aren't threatening, but they are <laughs> but they are loud. <laughs> she just got like an army of gays. That's exactly what I said we needed. I was like, we need noise. <laughs> What did I say? I was like, she's got a bus full of twinks. (laughs) And it's like a fun little like reclaiming thing that we're calling the mutants. That's like what they call themselves. You call her fucking like your friend who owns like a party bus company. (laughs) That's why she was asking so many questions. She's like, I can't just send them into anything. Like, is it safe? Are you going to pay? Yeah. All I said is we need a lot of noise and windows smashed. They can they can do that. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why we need that, but <laughs> we're I, no. I think it's I think it's the entire thing is like it's not just we're reclaiming. They're not just reclaiming the word mutant. Like they're reclaiming all of Magic City. They're okay. You know, they're the let's, real magic. They're taking uh, it back. Let's go for. So yeah, should we just like let the men lose? <laughs> Brenda's men are getting close. Yeah, fight men. Fight men with men. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hold on. Oh, yeah, you got got it. Okay. They are loud. You can hear them (laughs) through the walls. Just like a din of Britney Spears. (laughs) Um, Brenda lets her men loose on Magic City. You hear the roar of the mapes. Is that man babes? (laughs) Yes, it's like himbos. (laughs) You hear the roar of the mapes and the wails of the mutants as they tear through the streets. They smash through the front door of the cafe and begin smashing through windows to let them loose on the unsuspecting civilians inside. They did exactly what they came here to do. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I still don't know to what end, but... Hopefully this can take us to the end. Uh, in the end, Allison fought men with men. And right mm. now, hallelujah... It's raining, man. Ugh. The front door swings open, and you see a group of five <laughs> men in blue jeans, t-shirts, and jackets marching inside. Their guns are at their hips, and they're talking to each other as they approach. Are these uh, actually the cops? By guns, it means they're like jacked bare arms. Oh, yes. Just and they're hang. like sassily on their hips. Oh, yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. All right. I'm going to say, um, you know, I, I, I feel like... I don't know what we accomplished, but I do feel like it's a job well done, so. Yeah, we uh, we gate up Magic City. Yeah, I'm just going to say, men, let's party. <laughs> Allison stands up, her hands resting on her sword. Oh, something I didn't know I had the whole time. Haya, get the boys. I'll take care of the police. Haya nods and walks off towards the kitchens. Allison draws her sword. She starts out slowly into the cafe. She walks out slowly into the cafe. Looking around. I feel like you've got like a, uh, like the, what do you call like the leader of the marching band? Like the, a sa- know, like, a, say, like, like a baton? Yeah. Or like a... the, sometimes they have a sword though. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what that person is called? I do not yeah. know. You're like the, you're the, the MC of this like marching band. Yeah. And you have like the freaking sword and a yeah. big hat and all. And you're like going to lead this like gay parade through Hell Magic yeah. City now. Welcome in Bienvenue. Welcome. That's me being the MC. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. We, I don't know we what we did. Two people in a cafe, but it, it got gay at the end. So. So yeah, I mean, yeah, we fought men with men. Um, you know, yeah, men reclaiming the name the of men. Blood lusted Tom Bergeron. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that was something. All right. Um, maybe we'll follow back up with this at some point because uh, I'm there. It feels like there's just a lot that hasn't been scratched at, but maybe maybe life is just more simple than we think. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you know, you you overthrow a shadowy corporation, and you you don't really know whose side yeah. you're on. You don't know if you were the good guy or the bad guy. It's all gray. It's all gay. It's all yeah. It's gray and gay. That's how I like it. <laughs> Forty and over, <laughs> any old gender. Yeah, that of course was AI Dungeon, which is a game that runs off of GPT three to create a text based adventure, and we play it all the time and highly recommend it. It's incredibly fun. Um, and if um, <laughs> if you ha- again, I feel like we said this last time, but if you have any information on the men and. Uh, you know, any anything that would help us in this in this uh, mission, please contact us. You can email us at robots at backcamp.org or you can tweet at us at robot typewriter. And we do have a theme song. Incidentally, it is called uh, Video Challenge by Anamanaguchi. Yeah, please. All men and mabes send us yep. your email. <laughs> men and mabes. Um, I just I let it generate mm. one more time, as I always do at the end of an AI dungeon. Yeah. Um, the cafe is silent, aside from the occasional roar of a mabe or the screech of a mutant. One of the policemen spots you and points his rifle in your direction. Hey, what's the meaning of this? He says. It's a trap. 